It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. There's a lot of issues from the week, um, and a lot of them with that are going to ripple for weeks. In fact, they'll ripple mm. throughout the remainder of the season. So the Jordan Degoe and Collingwood scenario, I don't propose to work back through... Yep everything that transpired. But I am curious as to where does it leave both parties, Sam, at the end of the week? I could make the case to you. So the leave that Dugowie has taken is personal leave. Yep. The extrapolation was that, that he's taken leave for mental health reasons because of the environment that has surrounded this throughout the week. What if I ran the counterpoint to you that that he's so angry with Collingwood that he has no interest walking through the doors right now could that have any merit absolutely i mean we call it personally but it could easily just as easily be described as anger leave as it's not surprising when you release a statement saying that this the persecution the relentless pursuit of the media has to stop someone's going to hurt themselves and you do a full as stark a 180 as you possibly can to then release a statement saying you take full responsibility for your actions you do a video that the, the Collingwood Football Club make you do around um, respect and responsibility towards women. That is a massive about-face that the player has had to swallow in a short period of time, hence the delay in all this coming to light. So I think absolutely you can run the narrative that Jordan Ngoi is unhappy at Collingwood. Now, when we say unhappy at Collingwood, perhaps not unhappy with the football department, even though he won't call Craig McRae back. That was a really interesting... Yeah. That, that Craig... That really surprised that me. said that. So they had spoken one day, but he'd been trying to check in each day, and Dugowie hadn't, hadn't Because I would have back. thought that the nucleus of his anger lies with the suits, if you like, at the club, those that make the decisions at ball Policy. level. And we, we get yeah. all that. We understand the background and, and where Collywood's coming from the, as a club and everything they're seeking to correct. Not necessarily the football department. So it was a club divide. There was four stakeholders that needed to be appeased to reach consensus on this. So two of them were inside Collingwood. Then you had Jordan go in his, in his management after that statement that he released um, on Instagram. And then you had the AFL as well. So there were a lot of parties that had to come together. Can you just run it through? So Craig McRae, he had spoken to Jordan, but then he wouldn't call him back a couple of days later. Had that play out? He didn't call him back, no. So Craig McRae had sought to call him to check in on him and his yep. welfare and spoke about, you know, I just want to get him back in and I just want to put a big arm around him and spoke with real transparency around the fact that he'd had trouble getting through to him. Sounds it's, like it's, when we tried to contact Croft, he just never, <laughs> just never picked up the phone for a month. But is there a chance that Jordan has completely gone, this is a real leave now? I'm checking out. I'm well, not answering anything for a fortnight or whatever it is. Is there a chance that he isn't upset with the club? I don't believe what I'm saying here, but <laughs> is there a chance that he might be that and just gone, I'm out, I'm checked out, nothing to do with Collingwood or football for 14 days? It, it, it's all possible because the, all Dugowie has done is a pretty carefully scripted yep. three 20-second answers to, to say what needed to be said in the public environment. What we don't know is... So you made the point 
I think it was off air last night, Dermot, that the natural habitat is to get back in and yep. play footy. Yes. So, and this is the Shane Warne example. When when things were at their most tumultuous, Go to he your was sanctuary. most comfortable going out on the field yep. and and indulging in his sport, and that's actually where he thrived sometimes. Yeah, when yeah. It it's the worst. one place you get to express yourself in, in, in the way that you physically can, emotionally can, and it's your sanctuary. But but that's if that's if you're like you talk about Shane Warne with cricket. He loved it. He breathed it. Not all AFL players love Jeremy Cameron. If he went through yeah. a tough time, he wouldn't want to get back onto the footy field. He'd want to turn his phone off. Probably what Jordan's done. He might not have got back to to Craig because he's turned his phone off and just want to have a couple of days by himself. Jeremy Cameron would go. He would go out to the back to his farm. He would go fishing. He would go shooting. He would go camping. Mm. He would have no phone near him because his place is out by himself in nature. So some, not all players want to go back out onto the football field. I get the feeling that if Jeremy, for Jeremy, if there was an Australian fishing league that was willing <laughs> to pay him eight hundred thousand a year, he would make a hard choice. So for for me, for for Jordan. Not going back to the coach isn't a massive issue for me because he's probably taken the time away. The big one for me was the big flip. You, you, you might soften your, your stance on something, but you don't do a full 180 flip and go from, oh, you're picking on me, I didn't do anything wrong, to, okay, I accept my responsibility. That's, that's the one for me, sort of where I'm sitting here going, he's saying stuff that he doesn't really believe. See, I thought he had contrition in his voice. I've, I've interviewed him once. I've never met him. I kind of like the fella. You know, he's a rough diamond. Uh, he's got a few black marks That's against him. Those who know him well say the same thing. He's great with all the hospital visits. He's king of the kids. It's just that he's in an, in in yeah. that environment that we saw. He's easily yeah. led. He's impressionable, and he gets. And he might be the leader of that too. And they egg each other on. Perhaps I mean, not his, the right his, advice. His yeah. mates. His mates. Would be well advised to pull out their cameras when he's down at the soup kitchens handing out mm. soup or going to the hospital visits. But Nobody sees that. That's, but that's the thing is people don't want to see the good stuff. As you said, he's, he's done so much stuff mm. with all that. But, but I, or, or, I thought he had contrition in his voice and he might have thought, I've been railroaded here. I was on a party. I was in a consensual three days with a, a girl. Yeah, we, we overstepped boundaries for public display. But it was consenting. I don't know if that has any bearing whatsoever, the fact that it was consenting. Not in Do Collingwood's you? mind, anyway. Absolutely so, not. So what about the girl? Is, should she be outraged? Because you're actually going against her own... No, it's, it's an image. Wishes. It's an, it's an I image. I can understand yep. that. And I understand you're talking about what? the image. But what about the rights of the girl? Yeah, well, no one's questioning the rights of the girl, are they? And she, No, but I'm saying she's got a right to say yep. what she accepts. And she, and she did, of course. Yeah. And she did, of course. I think this standoff, though, and then we know is the, the key pillar was that Collingwood pulled their contract off the table at 800000 If, if you were St Kilda, would you be sitting back going, oh, this is looking good I for think, us? I think what this has done now has just brought into sharper focus conversations that were already happening at clubs and really put a flame under them. Now, St Kilda, the industry would tell you that the Saints are front and centre for Jordan to go. In fact, they're the most likely destination for him. We know North Melbourne have said, never rule it out. Uh, Ken Hinckley on AFL 360, Jared spoke in sort of um, similar terms. And we know that Geelong are, are actively considering him as well. And speaking of transparency, Chris Scott, I could not believe how <laughs> transparent he was on AFL 360 during the week as well. So, Do you want to play that? Have we got some audio? Let's, let's have a listen to Chris Scott. I think this might have been Almost missed, Jared. Uh, have a listen to Chris Scott here on uh, on the on Jordan to go in his recruitment philosophies. 
over the years at Geelong, we've had some success by being really clear that we want players to be themselves and have their personalities shine through within a framework that we try to sort of help facilitate. But I'm pretty sure that a good culture in an elite sporting environment doesn't involve 100% of players who are straighty 180s. I reckon you need a few who push the boundaries. And that's by their nature, that's what they tend to be, those high performers, those uber competitive players. It's hard to turn that off. Some of them are a little bit edgy and some of them do present a bit of a management challenge. But I think you want that as opposed to shying away from it. And I certainly would favour supporting those types of people as opposed to protecting Can't the brand first and foremost. They were great comments, weren't they? And there's an example. Now, who knows whether Jordan Ngoi is prepared to That's move out of Melbourne and go down into Long. Comment by him. But there's an I example like right in front of us at the moment, and it's Tyson Stengel, who might just be in All-Australian contention at the moment for all his troubles previously. We know Jack Stephen didn't work, but what this says is that history says Geelong have been prepared to bring these sort of players in in the past. Yeah. But so there's a difference between free to a good home, that's Stengel, and... 800 to a million dollars on four or five years. Free to a, a good home. Free to a good home, but he was homeless. No one, no one was prepared to offer him that welcome mat it's, apart from it makes, it makes it a very but small yes. target risk. Yeah, Mitch Robinson was there. Same. That's okay. Yeah. But if you, if you miss at put a yep. player on the highest contract at the club, then you are leveraging an awful lot. That's, that's not Geelong's style, though, is it? No. They're not going to go. They're going to say, if you were to come to our, well, we've got a team that always play in the finals. We've got a team that has good culture, good people. If you're going to come, you're not coming at top dollar. It was, it's, it's a sale to come into our environment. We've got a successful environment. We've got good people around us. If you're coming to us, you're taking less money than what other clubs could pay you, but you've got a chance to have success. I think it's St Kilda, to be honest, if we're sitting here right now. Unless Jordan Ngoi somehow um, mends his... Or his, his anger heals or subsides at Collingwood. And there's a school of thought that maybe Collingwood are just happy to let him go now, Jared, at the moment, given the compensation that they get back the other way, Derm. Well, you would be you can't sizable. let a talent like that walk. If it is a four-year deal, five-year deal, four years with a trigger at that sort of money, then then you're talking a really high compensation. If I'm sitting in, in, in the organisation that oversees that contract, I, I think I'm playing it this way anyway. Let's keep him, but let's make out we're keeping him at our behest on on closer to what we want to pay. Has the money dropped? So what was it? Four years, eight hundred. Well, it was two, two at eight hundred with a trigger for another two. two. So, I mean, so stands to reason he's, he's going to get the four. three point two over four. Mm. Has that value dropped from other clubs? Would St oh, Kilda or would Geelong? Geelong, I don't think would pay. I think that it much. hurts him absolutely. People saying he didn't get fined. Well, in a, in a roundabout way, he probably will get fined because yep. he might take a hundred. A couple of hundred off his off his wage for the years to yeah, come. That was probably explained to him <laughs> when they sat down it, it, in the meeting. Yeah. So so Collingwood, in an, in effect, if you look at it, might not lose in this situation. You you stay on our terms, and this is what we're offering, or you go, and this is what we get back. Would you bring into St Kilda Dugowie on the same contract, essentially, that Jack Steele's on? I, I, I'm not. What what's Steele's so five years eight hundred. Uh, no. Because that's what we're talking about. But what if that leadership group are approached, as they would be, and they said, this is, this is how we think we can get better. I know exactly how they'll sell it. And going to be on longer it. years than all of this, you in this how, room this, this and bloke, more dollars than all of you would they in this sell? This, this is how they'll sell, sell it. We can bring this bloke in on this money. He can win us a premiership. We're missing something up forward. He's a game changer. He can go into the midfield. He can burst. He can get stoppages. He can kick goals. And does that solve Jared's... X factor. Yep. He can win us a premiership. 
will you let us play him? That's how you sell it. And you've got your leadership group going. You're talking about us winning a premiership. If you can get him, go and get him. That's yeah, how they'll sell that's it, and that's true. what the reaction would be. And, and that's always been the sell. That, uh, Jeff White to Melbourne. When he went there on 300, <laughs> the salary cap was only about five times that. Uh, that was the sell. He'll help us win a premiership. Went close. They didn't get there, though. Um, always been that sell. And it works until the player does something wrong if he's the highest paid. And this, 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 this fellow, I quite like him. Party lad, that's the way he's wired. Something, and it won't be anything, but there'll, there'll be pictures of him going out, having a drink somewhere, and as you're well aware, Luke, having a drink or two could land you in some hot water. It does. That something will happen with him, and, and there will be resentment there. Uh, is he paid more than Hill? Is he still more than... Hill's the Hill's highest, the highest paid? Mm. Yeah. That sort of unsettles it a little bit. I, I'm... But he won't be, so Hill's contract will run out and he won't be getting near mm. 900 again. No, no, he's not a 900 player. And he's not here. in that leadership group in that room. That's I, such I, just, a, that's I, I hear what you say, Luke, but you go, ask Jeremy Howe privately how the week's been because of Jordan Degoe and what, what his singular actions have led to at the club at a time where they are trying to get themselves into a position to challenge for a premiership. And then go to the board. Like, you've sat on a board, Dermot. This, this is eyes so wide open. But that's... That, if, and, I'm, I'm th- saying there is a to... line between, I think, being um, ambitious and there's a line that tips into being desperate. And I think Secura should be really careful not to be desperate. Yeah. The coaching staff doesn't go to leadership group unless they've got the tick of approval from everyone above. It's almost the last one you go to is that final tick of the leadership group. Because if the leaders say yes, but the board says no, guess who's winning that battle? If the leader says yes and the coaches say no, guess who's winning that battle? So it's that end cherry on the top to come to the players. And the players will have a bit of an impact saying yes or no. But all the other behind-the-scenes stuff has to be done to make sure the question's even asked to the leaders. But that's how they would sell it to the, to the leadership group if it was that case. The world has turned in the last decade or so with the political correctness across all sports. But, and a lot of teams used to rankle with the fact that the media used to force them into running in a certain fashion. I used to always say on board, don't let the media run the way we run this club. But in this day and age, their say in the way you run the club is more and more. You don't get to run the club strategically as as perfectly as you want to run the club. You have to appease almost the media. And and some would say that is desperately wrong. There's a similar line that all the clubs who have been asked about Jordan Degoe have trotted out. Chris Scott said it, Brett Ratton said it. And that was along the lines of if you're making assumptions on what you read in the paper and hear from people... Um, and you're close-minded on things like this, then we would be disappointed. So that, I think that speaks volumes, Terry, that they will be doing their homework at the moment. Winning solves a lot of things. It's such a Winning solves almost everything. Everything. That's the only reason why media don't have an impact on football clubs is if you're winning. If you're winning, that they're not true. going after the coach. They're not going after the players. As soon as things start to go bad, coach is in question. The leadership group's not doing enough. All generated from the media. So the only way you stop the media from talking bad about your club, or mostly, is by winning games. So and if you've got a Jordan Degoe, you can get him into your club and you think that what he can bring can bring you a premiership with, and you trust him not to make the mistakes off-field, there would be a few clubs lining up for it. It's for the gamblers, Jared. 
favourites for the Gamblers. It is. It is. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be punting my chairmanship. I wouldn't be punting my tenure as chief executive. I wouldn't be punting my time as senior coach. I never today. expected you would, Jared. Nah. So Simon left. <laughs> There's all about sorts take... of ways you can find risk. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd be risk averse on that one. <laughs> Good players are hard to come by, though. That is the he, temptation. He's sure that he's that. Good. Oh, he's well, a, a winner. Different... He's not a consistent winner, but he is a winner. The recruiters tell you that the risk takers make the best players, Jared. But how much risk At, are you willing... on, on grand final day? If he's there, he's not going to back down. He's not going to get overawed. He's going to take the game on. He's going to back himself. Okay. That's why you take the risk. I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying, but I'm saying is that's there a chance why... of Brisbane is. He? Is this where we're going? <laughs> <laughs> he has one moment in his career he wants to rectify, and that is when he let Jeremy McGovern lead him out from full forward in the dying moments and intercept Mark. He thought he'd leave his teammate to beat two and stay in the square. I still think that there's a burning desire in that young man to have that moment again. Yeah, and he'd been sensational in that grand final until that moment. Yep. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91